You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. It's November 16th, 2015. I'm Nicole Bennett. Today's episode, Helmut Spahn, former head of security for the 2006 FIFA World Cup, speaks with Around the Rings about the November 13th Paris attacks. Latest reports from Paris say over 120 people were killed in what France President Francois Hollande called an act of war organized by Islamic State. ISIS claimed responsibility for the attacks on Saturday morning. The attacks were carried out by eight gunmen and suicide bombers at six locations in Paris on Friday night, including near the Stade de France, where the national team were playing Germany in an international friendly. Helmut Spahn, who now serves as Director General of the International Center for Sports Security, spoke with ATR editor Ed Hula in the wake of the Paris attacks. At the time of the attack, Spahn was in Berlin watching the international friendly taking place between France and Germany at the Stade de France. In this edition of ATR Radio, Spahn tells ATR that one lesson learned from the Paris attacks is organizers of upcoming events in France have to do their homework. He says for every match, for every event, you have to organize a tailor-made concept with an ongoing risk assessment. Here's more from Ed Hula's interview with Helmut Spahn. Not a good day for the sport in general. No, it's it's not, you know, because even though this is a ugly attack, this is, I think, the first time I can think of in a long time that anything related to sport has been yeah, um, yeah. Tar- targeted by the terrorists. Have, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching the uh, the match on TV, and I've heard also these uh, three, uh, yeah, let's say, donations of the, the bombs. Right. Um, but first of all, I thought, okay, it's something in the, yeah, in the in the fan group, uh, which is not unusual. But um, there was no picture with a little smoke or something like that. Uh, and then I received my first uh, SMS from uh, a colleague in France uh, telling me that there is a terrorist attack. And then, yeah, it was going on and going on, and the result uh, was really very horrible. What did, just staying on the situation at Stade de France, what do you think of the response there? How was it? Was it appropriate? Because apparently the match kept on kept on going. Despite the fact that there was this uh, already uh, terrorist incident outside the stadium grounds, yeah, 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 yeah. I think the the, the France authorities uh, were aware. Let's say twenty minutes after kickoff, uh, what's going on? But I think the decision uh, to 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 play the game, to not stop it, to not interrupt it, uh, was a good one at the end of the day, and. Uh, I think they had a lot of additional uh, security measures from that point on uh, around the stadium. The only thing for me which is a little bit, uh, yeah, let's say, um, difficult to understand is the story that uh, one of these suicide bombers uh, was at the stadium at a security check and uh, was then running away and uh, was bombing himself, uh, yeah, let's say, alone in, a, in another area. Uh, that's, yeah, for me, not really logical. Uh, if I'm a suicide bomber and uh, if I'm at the entrance and there are a lot of security stuff around, maybe I run through uh, and do it or I do it uh, in the, the same situation but I'm not running away. So, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, that's not the, 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 the critical part. Uh, back to your point, I think to continue with the game was uh, the right decision. 
And uh, the only uh, thing I yeah, would like to criticize is that uh, the stadium announcement after the match, during the match, was only made in uh, French, not in German, which is for an international match absolutely unacceptable. Mm-hmm. That a lot of people were absolutely disoriented, said, yeah, we had a lot of announcements, but only in French, and uh, it was um, we were not able to understand. And uh, that's maybe a little bit a part of the mentality of the French people. But, uh, yeah, not everybody in the world uh, is able to speak French. And you have to do everything that, uh, yeah, at least uh, the away fans and, and, and uh, the away team, uh, yeah, um, uh, provided, uh, yeah, let's say, with announcement in, in their language. Do you think this means that organizers of sports events... Um, well, especially in Europe, must now pay extra attention to the uh, possibility of something like this uh, uh, occurring again. Yeah, I I don't think so. We have now the bids of of uh, yeah Hamburg 2040, uh, 2024, a lot of other upcoming major sport events, and uh, I think uh, yeah. They have to take uh, security very seriously, and I think they did. And they put uh, yeah, in place the highest possible standards. And uh, what is now needed is a clear assessment of the situation, of the current situation. Um, um, it, it's difficult to say, but at the end of the day, a terrorist attack against France was not, uh, yeah, let's say, a big surprise. If you see the involvement of France in, in Syria and in other regions of the world, and uh, yeah, the number of jihadists, uh, known jihadists, uh, who are yeah, living in, in, in France, uh, the, the risk for, uh, for a terrorist attack was, was really high. And I think all the other organizers of major sport events, they have to do the, their job. And part of the job is uh, to uh, identify uh, the risk level of a terrorist attack and uh, take the, the right measures uh, to prevent this. But then the very frustrating part of that advice is that I the, the word is that nobody had any real advance warning or feeling that this, this particular attack was going to take place, that how can you prepare for something that you have no idea is coming? I guess is what I'm saying. How, if the, if the intelligence does not give you a clue that this is going to happen, you have to be uh, especially prepared, especially prepared to respond to something that happens without any warning. Yeah, yeah you're right, but um, I think uh, that's yeah, let's say typical for for uh, terrorist attacks. If you know them uh, right in advance, you can do a lot uh, to, to prevent them. Uh, I think the security measures uh, inside the stadium or in the stadium surroundings uh, were okay. Uh, and at the end of the day, um, you cannot prevent uh, 100% uh, a situation um, which happened in, in, in Paris now uh, two, one and a half, two days ago. Uh, it was uh, well planned uh, at the same time on six, seven, eight uh, different locations. But um, at the end of the day, I think uh, we have to take into consideration that all our lives are always and everywhere yeah, in risk. Uh, but we must not give into in the terror. And uh, 
yeah, the, 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 the reaction now uh, must be really serious and careful taken. Uh, especially here in Europe, uh, maybe it's a little bit different in other part of the uh, the world. Uh, the 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 um, yeah, the promotion and 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 these terrorist attacks they must not cause that we allow that that right wing uh, populists, Nazis, racists are now using uh, this uh, yeah uh, situation. Uh, for yeah, their purposes. Uh, you know about uh, the, the problems with the refugees in, right, in Germany. Right. Yeah. I've heard today that one of the, the, the terrorists was a, a registered refugee, and uh, that brings pictures in the mind of the people, and that's what the terrorists uh, would like to achieve. And uh, therefore, I say, we have to, to come a little bit down, we need to be a little bit more calm. We need a clear assessment of the situation. We need the international cooperation. Uh, France is also yeah, working more or less, uh, let's say, exclusive in, in their country with no really contact uh, to, to the neighborhood countries. There is no exchange of, of uh, information. I think they must be open for a cooperation and coordination, uh, communication. Um, but at the end of the day, we must not allow uh, the sport to be re uh, re uh, ruined by, by terrorists. And uh, that's, for me, the biggest risk at the moment that uh, yeah, now is something going on which is not good for the, for the community, not good for the sport in, in general. What, what kind of changes or adjustments to security um, are there? any lessons to be learned for sport from this incident at Stade de France? Wider perimeters, any other kinds of changes or modifications? No, it's difficult to say, and uh, believe me, and it's too early to say. What I said before, what we need is a clear assessment, a clear objective uh, assessment without any kind of emotions. Uh, to do a judgment now, to say this was wrong and this was right, it's, it's really too early. And uh, at the end of the day, um, since 2006, uh, that was my first major sport event uh, I was involved, uh, terrorist attacks, the, the, the risk of uh, yeah, uh, a terrorist attack uh, was always on the top. And you have to do your homework at the end of the day. And uh, that's what uh, yeah, the, the, the organizers of the, the, the upcoming events have to do. And uh, it's different if you have a match in France or you have a match in, I don't know, in, in Malta or in Burkina Faso. You need for every single match, you need for every yeah, uh, event, you have to organize uh, a tailor-made concept. You need a risk assessment, the ongoing risk assessment. And uh, the outcome must be, yeah, let's say, the clear advice, what kind of level of measures uh, you have to take. At the end of the day, we are organizing or we are talking about sporting events. And I think the most important thing is that the people feel safe and secure and you have to do everything. But at the end of the day, we have also to make sure that they can enjoy uh, to watch sports. Yeah, football, yeah. athletics, whatever, and uh, we have to avoid to organize military or security events, and that's uh, what the terrorists are trying to achieve.
that we change our behavior, that we change our lifestyle, that we do what they want. And I think uh, we have to send a clear message that we are not willing to do this. And do you feel there is any reason for spectators, people going to football matches and other sports events in Europe right now, is there any reason for them to feel any greater sense of fear or uh, caution when going to these events right now? Is the risk higher? No, No, I don't think so. Uh, this question was uh, several times asked uh, also today to me, especially related to Germany. And I say, okay, next week, uh, yeah, the stadiums in Germany are one of the, the safest places. And uh, I think uh, that's uh, in, in, in uh, a huge number of other countries uh, the same. And uh, this was a really a, a horrible night and uh, extremely yeah, uh, shocked situation in, in, in Paris. And uh, but yeah, we should not uh, yeah let's say do something immediately after, and uh, to judge that uh, sporting events are not safe, are not uh, secure. Uh, I think the people have to go out. They have to 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 watch sports in the stadiums, in halls, and then and we should not change our life. That was ATR editor Ed Hula speaking with Helmut Spahn, Director General of the International Center for Sports Security in the wake of the Paris attacks. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And as a reminder, the nomination form is now open at AroundTheRings.com for the 2016 edition of the Around the Rings Golden 25. The countdown to number one begins December 18th, with number one being named on January 1st. The Golden 25, now in its 18th year, presents a listing of the most influential figures involved with the Olympics for the year ahead. Events in 2016 that could shape the nominees include the Rio Olympics, FIFA reforms, the Winter Youth Olympics, and Lillehammer, formation of the Olympic Channel, Olympic Agenda 2020 changes, and the rebuilding of organizations such as Sport Accord and the Pan American Sports Organization. Nominations close December 17th. I'm Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening.